0: Welcome to Truths for Life with Pastor Teacher Chris Hall. So let's continue our study of the book of Revelation tonight by reading Revelation chapter 13 verses 11 through 18. And you know there's something about reading the Word of God that is such a blessing. So let's read these verses together. And here's what John, the human author of the book of Revelation, had to write under the direction of the Holy Spirit in Revelation 13, starting in verse 11. John said, Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke like a dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast, that is the Antichrist, in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. He performs great signs so that even he makes fire come down from heaven on earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived." He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 666." In our last study of the book of Revelation, and Revelation 13, we studied the Antichrist. It was a picture, it was a profile of the Antichrist, Satan's superman who will become the ruler of the world during the time of the tribulation. Well, in the final verses of Revelation 13, we're introduced to another person that Satan will use in a very powerful way during the time of the tribulation. And that person who is a partner of the antichrist, that person the, Revelation, the book of Revelation calls the false prophet. During the tribulation, the antichrist and the false prophet will be allies and partners. While the Antichrist will be Satan's political ruler who will rule over the world and the government of the world during the time of the tribulation, the false prophet will be Satan's religious ruler who will lead a one world religion during the time of the tribulation. Satan will use the false prophet to form a new religion a worldwide religion actually a worldwide cult which will eventually demand that the world worship the antichrist as god today from these verses we will examine the false prophet first of all i want us to see the person of this false prophet again revelation 13:11 John said, Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke like a a dragon. John said that he saw another beast not coming up out of the sea like the Antichrist did in in Revelation 13.1. But John said he saw another beast coming up out of the earth. Now the word translated another means another of the same kind. In other words, the false prophet will have the same evil nature and will be controlled by the same satanic power as the first beast, that is, the Antichrist. The fact that this beast, the false prophet, arises out of the earth, literally out of the land, can have two possible meanings. One possible meaning for that phrase is this, that the false prophet will rise out of one of the existing religions of the world that will be left behind after the rapture of Christians. Or the land could refer to the land, that is, the land of Israel. That is, the false prophet could be, could be an apostate, traitorous Jew, who will lead the one world religion of the tribulation. John said that the beast which represents the false prophet, the partner of the Antichrist, the beast that he saw representing the false prophet has two horns, and he looks like a lamb. Now, in apocalyptic language, the language of the book of Revelation, Horns represent authority and power. In other words, the false prophet will have authority and power. Now, he will not have the same power and he will not have the same authority as the Antichrist. The Antichrist has 10 horns, but the false prophet will have authority and power to some extent. He will be a partner of the Antichrist. John said the false prophet will look like a lamb. That is initially, as this false prophet arises to prevalence and power during the time of the tribulation as the partner of the Antichrist, at first the false prophet will be and will appear to be a very gentle, winsome, charming, meek, mild, kind, even Christ-like kind of leader. He will look like a lamb. But eventually, eventually, that lamb will turn into a demon. Eventually, the true demonic nature of the false prophet will be revealed as the time of the tribulation passes by. And as those years pass by, the false prophet, his real nature will be revealed. And eventually, the false prophet will demand that the whole world worship the Antichrist. This will be a one-world religion, the one-world religion, the global religion of the time of the tribulation. Now, the seed for a one-world religion, where all religions come together into just one religion, the seed for a one-world religion can be found in our world today. Today, there is a constant effort. To get all of the religions of the world to set aside their differences and to unite. That effort will culminate during the time of the tribulation and all religions will set aside their differences and they will come together into one world religion in the aftermath of the rapture of the church to try to bring and unite the world together. Today, the seed for this one world religion can be found. It can be seen. There is a constant effort in these days to get all of the religions of the world to set aside their differences, to unite for the so-called good of mankind, to promote world unity and peace. Of course, there's only one problem. Uh, There are many problems, but one great problem for this effort to bring about a one-world religion in our world today, the fly in that ointment, are evangelical, Bible-believing Christians like you and me who believe that Jesus is the only way to heaven. We will not compromise with that. We will not set aside that absolute truth that there is only one way to heaven, and that is through the Lord Jesus Christ Also, we believe that Christianity, only Christianity, is true, and that all of the religions of the world are man-made religions and are not true religions, only Christianity. And so the great obstacle to this effort to have a one-world religion is Bible-believing evangelical Christians like you and I. The world indeed will be a giddy place when the rapture happens and when every true Christian is gone from this planet, it will be then that the religions of the world will come together under the leadership of the Antichrist and the false prophet and the religions of the world will unite into one worldwide religion led by the false prophet, the partner of the antichrist. That's the person of the antichrist. Let's look at his purpose. Or the uh, false uh, prophet rather. Let's look at the purpose of the false prophet. The purpose of the false prophet will be the world to lead will be to lead the world to pledge allegiance to the antichrist and to eventually to worship the antichrist as god. In this passage that we have read tonight, there are two references made to the fake murder and resurrection of the Antichrist. The Antichrist, during the time of the tribulation, is going to fake his own murder and fake his own resurrection as he tries to mimic the Lord Jesus Christ in an effort to convince the world that, indeed, he is God. The false prophet will deceive the world into worshiping the Antichrist. And the false prophet will do this in a great way by pointing to the fake murder and the fake resurrection of the Antichrist as proof of his deity. So his purpose, the purpose of the false prophet, will be not only to unite the religions of the world into one moral religion, His purpose will be to point people to the Antichrist and insist that the Antichrist is God and to convince the world that the Antichrist should be worshipped as God. Now, that will not be true at the beginning of the tribulation, but as the time of the tribulation goes by, that will be the purpose of the false prophet. Let's look at the power of the false prophet. These verses reveal the power of the false prophet. First of all, his power to persuade. The false prophet will be a very powerful and very persuasive speaker. He will persuade followers from all of the religions of the world to join together and eventually to become a cult that worships the Antichrist. The false prophet will be a great evangelist. He will be a great speaker, a very persuasive speaker. And he will persuade, persuade the entire world to follow and to worship the Antichrist. Imagine his persuasive power in persuading the religions of the world to lay aside their differences and for the good of mankind and for the advancement of mankind to come together in a one world religion. Also, this, these passages speak of the power of the Antichrist or the power of the false prophet rather. To perform lying miracles. Again, verses 13 through 15 of Revelation 15, he performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. A reference to his fake murder and his resurrection. He was granted the power to give breath to the image of the Antichrist, the beast. That the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image to be killed. The false prophet will seem to perform miracles which are meant to counteract the testimony of the two witnesses of Revelation chapter 11. Also, the false prophet will perform miracles that are meant to counteract the testimony of the witness of the redeemed nation of Israel and the ongoing judgment of God. The false prophet will build an image to the Antichrist, and he will persuade the people of the world to worship the image, to fall down and, and worship the Antichrist as God. The false prophet will defy the Antichrist and convince unbelievers or deify, rather, the Antichrist and convince unbelievers that he is the only hope for the world's salvation. The false prophet will use super technology to give the image of the Antichrist the appearance of life. And the false prophet then will give an order, eventually showing his demonic nature, his murderous nature, He will give the order to kill those who refuse to worship the image of the Antichrist. These verses also, interestingly, talk of the power of the false prophet to control commerce. Again, verses 16 through 18. He, that is the false prophet, causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom, John wrote. Let him who has an understanding calculate the number of the beast, for his number is the number of a man. His number is six, six, six. Not only will the false prophet be the the chief religious advisor for the Antichrist and the leader of the one world religion of the time of the tribulation. The false prophet will also be the chief economic advisor to the Antichrist as well. The false prophet will devise and institute an economic system which will require everyone on earth to receive a mark some kind of a number, barcode, or chip, which will allow them to buy and to sell. You know, for many years, hundreds of years, after the book of Revelation was written, centuries really, no one had any idea how this was possible. How could the false prophet, devise an economic system that would rely upon some kind of mark. And if you don't have that mark, you cannot buy and you can't sail during the time of the tribulation. You can't buy gasoline. You, You can't go to the grocery store unless you have the mark of the beast. And for so long, Bible scholars, Bible students had no idea how that was possible, but in our day and time, We know exactly how this is possible. In fact, the technology to do this is very much present and prevalent in our world today. This is so very possible now, that unless you receive a mark, some kind of barcode, some kind of chip, unless you receive that, and you only can receive it if you pledge allegiance to the Antichrist or to to the false prophet and to the false prophet. Unless you receive this mark, you cannot buy or sell. You basically will starve to death and have no resources to buy anything. To get this number, this barcode, this chip, whatever it may be, to get this number... A person must pledge allegiance to and give control of their life to the Antichrist. For centuries, students of the Bible did not know how such a thing could be possible. But with today's modern technology of computers, satellites, ATM cards, credit cards, social security numbers, implantable computer chips, we know exactly how this can be done. Refusing to take the mark of the beast will have dire consequences. No one will be able to buy or to sell except the one who has this mark. Food, clothing, medical supplies, the other necessities of life, which will be in great demand on the devastated earth, which has felt the judgment of God, will be unattainable for those without the mark. Currency will vanish during the time of the tribulation. Replaced by control credit, people will have a mark, possibly a barcode on their forehead or on their hand. Scanning people's foreheads or hands will identify them to a central computer system and allow them to make purchases. And this mark cannot be counterfeited. Now you say, is that possible? My friend, during the time of the pandemic, how many times did we enter into stores? And before we could enter in, our heads had to be scanned or our wrists had to be scanned to make sure we didn't have a fever. Is all of this possible that is described in Revelation 13? This is the first generation. This is the first generation in which all of this is very much possible. Of course, those who are saved during the time of the tribulation, those who come to Christ during the time of the tribulation, will refuse to receive the mark of the beast. They will be on their own in getting the needs and the necessities of life. And so you probably will see underground collectives coming together to somehow supply the needs to those who refuse to take the mark of the beast. What does the number 666 mean? Well, there's been a lot of speculation about that over the years. What does it possibly mean? And There have been many attempts to identify individuals with the number six, six, six in various different ways. Well, in apocalyptic language, the number seven is the number for perfection, the number for completion. In that sense, Jesus, the real Christ, would be, would be represented by the number 777, because Jesus is the absolute fullness of divine protection Jesus is 777. Six is the number for a man. Remember that man was created on the sixth day of creation. The number 666 speaks of the Antichrist, who will be a man and not God. He will be a man in the absolute fullness of evil. And he will be supported by the false prophet that we have looked at tonight in these verses from the book of Revelation. That's our study of these particular verses. Now, the good news is, <laughs> the good news is, if you're a born-again Christian, if you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord, ah, you're not going to have to deal with the Antichrist or the false prophet. If you happen to pass from this world before the rapture of the church happens, well, you'll go to glory. And one day your body, which has been left behind, will be resurrected and rejoined with your saved soul. And forever will you be with the Lord. If you happen to be alive during the time of the rapture, when the rapture happens, well, you won't have to worry about the false prophet or the antichrist either. We will leave this world called home by God to be with him forever in his presence. Now, these things are pretty fantastic. Is it possible that they might be true? Let me assure you that all that we have read tonight is in the Bible, the same Bible that has John 3.16, the same Bible that has Genesis 1.1, the same Bible that can tra- uh, can, that contains all of those great truths of God that we all love and we all are drawn to. Revelation 13 is in that Bible. And it describes for us something that will happen in the future. And the truth is, it could not it could be not in the very far future that these things will happen. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Truth for Life with Pastor-Teacher Chris Hall is a presentation of Hall Sports Communications. To contact us, you can send an email to chrishall71 at hotmail.com. That's chrishall71 at hotmail.com. Be sure to join us for our next program. Until then, stay safe and may God bless you.